You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Okay, let's check in on those markets then. It started off as a relatively okay day for the JC. Then it went uh, more than okay. It was quite uh, to the positive, but we haven't managed to finish at those levels. And I think the scarier uh, picture that we're looking at right now is that of the RAND, which also kind of went south in today's session as a result of for once, not what's happening here in South Africa, but uh, perhaps more what is happening over in the U.S. We've got Skulk Lowe, Wealth Manager at PSG Old Oak for more. Skulk, I don't know if Jerome Powell's still talking right now. Is he done? He's still busy. Good evening, uh, Fifi. Good evening <laughs> to all the SAFM listeners. What a day. What yeah. A day. Yeah. He's still busy he and busy. Yeah, he's busy causing damage here. I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) And all over the world. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. But what? What? Ultimately, what? What? What is he saying, or what did he say? Because clearly, the the reaction has already taken place. What did he say that got investors so unnerved? Ah, well, it was was uh, it wasn't beating around the bush. He just kind of basically said, "Well, rates was likely to go higher than previously anticipated," and uh, yeah, people are running to safety. And what Fifi is actually saying is the dollar is running. I mean, yeah. uh, when 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 people are finding safety, we look at the dollar index currently, just shy of one percent stronger today, and that is reaping a huge amount of havoc on 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 the rant. And you throw in our horrible GDP figures, and you get what we are looking at currently a rand dollar that's just gone over 1850 currently trading at 1852 so oh, i saw wow. that wow, i wow. saw that ridiculous i mean mm. uh, our um market commentator earlier henku Kura, was telling us uh, the uh, last times we were at these levels was around november i mean if we're talking mm. 1850 imagine that's that's even earlier than november yeah, but but it's I mean yeah we know in the Jerome Powell is 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 partly to blame well let's call it the dollar currently dollar strength is partly to blame, but there's there's been a few own goals from our side mm-hmm. Fifi I mean looking at this GDP figures and and I think for the listeners that haven't you know is, you know heard what the figures is you know you you were talking about you know could we be heading towards a technical recession bottom line is when you look at the bloomberg economist survey um you know forecast for 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 the first quarter this year basically ending march they they uh, actually forecasting a contraction for the first three months as well which effectively mean if you look at this you know drop of of 1.3 percent quarter on quarter for the final quarter basically mean we will be in a contraction for two quarters in a row which means we'll we we technically in in a recession but i mean this is a miss this is not just a a a a little miss or you know this is a massive massive miss because when you look at the consensus 2.2 percent year-on-year growth when we look at you know what the imf forecasted i mean imf brought out they 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 world um, economic outlook growth protection and they still got us at a 2.6 percent year-on-year growth um for, for for our gdp figures came out at 0.9 percent so this is not just a little miss this is a massive miss and you know when you look i mean we, we most probably will get to the results now but we look at results coming from 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 Shoprite, sea harvest these companies all of them like any other company that's been reporting mentioning the load shedding mentioning the higher diesel prices mentioning the big big you know, objections we currently got in in the south african economy mm-hmm. before we get to those i want to unpack what you meant when you uh, said uh, rates would be higher 
from the U.S. Mm. Federal Reserve. Because yeah. at the start of the year, uh, some people were saying that the meeting in January where the U.S. Fed announced its interest rate uh, call uh, could have been the last one where we got uh, any interest rate increases. And other people were saying, no, March would definitely be uh, the final, the end point for interest rate increases. So now what is the market thinking around the path of rate hikes and how many more are still left in the system? So the best way to look at it is to look at the, the Fed futures. I, I love looking at the Fed futures because it gives you an idea of what the market is thinking. And I'm not going to explain too, too much on, the, on, on the, what the Fed futures you know, are you know, exactly, but effectively it just tells you what the market feels, you know, how the Fed's going to react. And, and originally, you know, what you just said, they saw another quarter of a percent hike um, topping up or say quarter peaking at around about May and then dropping down because they were feeling that uh, the economy is going to take some strain. We might see some some job losses, which recently we haven't seen from a U.S. point of view. And naturally, Powell is looking at this as well. You know what? We've just seen our PPR figures you know, last month, which is the highest since July last year. We've, we've recently since then saw you know Eurozone came out with massive, massive rise in, in, in inflation. So now they've said, well, we're looking at another half a percent and they will most probably do that now. At next week's meeting, they're looking at most probably hiking rates a half a percent, now only peaking towards the latter part of this year. And when you look at the Fed futures, they're looking at around about September, October, most probably putting us in a, in a, in a let's call it a declining phase only in 2024. That's not good for markets. Um, naturally, that is, uh, that's not good for, 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 for the world economy. And um, yeah, I, I want to call the bluff. I, I really think that the U.S. You know, is, is maybe 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 stretching this a little bit, but let's see how it goes. Sure. Good for banks, maybe. Banks like yeah. NetBank. It was interesting to see that NetBank, like other banks, many other banks, benefiting from the fact that interest rates have increased in the past year, because obviously it means that they're able to get a bit more on the loans that they advance. Although other parts of the business was also growing, parts that didn't depend yeah. on interest rate increases. Just what did you make of NetBank's numbers and the record dividend that they paid you? So, so let's let's just uh, I think firstly mention I mean because a lot of people look at the share price today and say well they were, the share price didn't really react I mean when you look at you know a a, a you know rise of you know twenty percent in headline earnings per share you know consensus we're expecting nineteen nineteen percent so this is a beat um, people were thinking uh, share price should have reacted favorably. But I mean, they did brought, bring out a, 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 um, a trading statement on the second of March, already indicating that to be the headline earnings per share will be up seventeen to twenty-two. But to your point, I mean, I love this results. I mean, and I love the outlook. When I when I look at the outlook, I mean, I actually get more excited because now they mentioned that the ROE and and to listeners out there. I'm going to use some technical terms. You know, when we value banks, we don't like as as um, you know fund managers or portfolio managers to focus on the PE ratio. We like to you know focus on the growth side, which is the ROE or return on equity, and actually the price to books. And they mentioned that they 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 return on equity increased to 14%, and they actually mentioned in the outlook that management expect to deliver an ROE of 
15 percent mm-hmm. um, for financial year uh, 2023. Now, the last time that we've seen a constant 15 percent ROE from NetBank was was the years 2013, 14, and 15. That stage, they the price the books was trading at an average of one point. Let's call it 1.57 times. Currently, it's still trading at a 1.11 times. So this bank is still cheap. Hence the fact why they announced that they're not only paying, as you mentioned, a record dividend, but they're also going to do some serious, serious buybacks. Mm -hmm. And for all those shareholders out there today that's sitting with less than 100 shares, they already mentioned that uh, they're going to look at their repurchase equity program of all these shareholders with less than 100 shares. So let's let's wait for for, for the formal announcement because they mentioned that, uh, yeah, they need regulatory approval. Okay, we'll talk to them about that in just a short while. We've got them on the show. Another big set of numbers that uh, were released today, ShopRite. So we already Mm. knew that they were spending an arm and a leg on uh, keeping the lights on across their stores. They guided it quite well. I suppose what they didn't tell us is the degree to which that would impact not only trading profit, but dividends to shareholders. ShopRite's Mm. numbers and uh, your, your take and whether you like them or not. I, I liked it, but but you know, you know, trolley for trolley, they were not weren't doing any 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 you know consumable goods. They were doing diesel. I mean, mm. wow. I mean, the numbers that they were talking about. So, so let's just for the listeners out there, re, your results were 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 good. I mean, headline earnings per share came in ten point two percent higher, but it lagged forecast. The, the forecast Bloomberg consensus got them uh, at a growth rate of of twelve point one you know percent. So why the miss? Well, they made it very very early in the results. They had to 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 pay. You know, this was notably impacted by the five hundred and six. Million. Mm. That's more than a half a billion they had to spend on diesel to operate their generators over this time. And, you know, a lot of people will say, well, they were getting used to it because we had load shedding. Well, they mention it. That was This was an increase of 465 million rand, hmm. you know, in diesel they had to spend. I mean, let's look at the numbers. We're talking about 500, you know, you know it's called half a billion rand they had to spend just to keep the lights on, keep the freezers going. But, I mean, you you were asking about the results. I think um, they 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 mentioned a lot of positivity. They still managed to increase the dividend by six point four percent. They mentioned how they actually managed to employ an additional you know three thousand eight hundred eighty one people. Now this is excluding the takeover they had from these mass smart businesses. So I must say I, I looked through this results and I tried to find something that that, that looked negative. Um, and must compliment um, Shoprite. Really, really good set of results, and seem like they've got, um, yeah, they've got, uh, yeah, they, they've pretty much got this business under control. Sure, notwithstanding load shedding, they're stealing a bit oh. of their thunder. But uh, Skulk, we'll leave it there for now. Thanks so much for your time, Skulk Lowe, the wealth manager at PSG Old Oak. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.